When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond organic sleep, Cherry River Hard Seltzer, only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocers and the Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks Near You. Marinero, the sick podcast, and you can listen to us on iHeartRadio and follow us on all social media platforms. We are going to Vancouver and from the Sakaris and Price podcast, Matt Sakaris, how you doing, bud? I'm very well, Tony. Nice to see you. I missed my annual uh, trip to Montreal this uh, summer because of everything. So good to talk to your audience and good to catch up, my friend. Rain check, rain check. Well, yeah. I'm in Montreal, you're in Vancouver, and we have something in common, and that is the Vancouver Canucks have a player that the Montreal Canadiens want. As a matter of fact, I would say a lot of teams would want him. I'm talking, of course, about Elias Pettersson, and the reason why you're on today is because he told Yuffe Bodin, a reporter from Sweden, uh, on how the negotiations were going. He said, quote, my agents do all the talking with the Canucks, and then they inform me about what's going on right now. We're not in an agreement. But I'm not worried about it, that we're not going to solve it eventually. Both parties need to be happy in order to find a solution. But I'm not worried about that. The 22-year-old centerman is an RFA, and he's looking for a new contract. Asked about what kind of deal he would prefer. I want to stay there now, Vancouver. But I also want to play for a team that's winning and has the chance to go far in the playoffs every year. I feel like we've got a chance to do that next year. If we have that chance when my next deal expires, I don't know. I just want to play where there's a chance of winning. Matt, you hear this. Are you happy or concerned? Uh, well, the first thing I'd say was, is Tyler Toffoli not enough? Tony, you want to raid the Canucks for more good players here for your Canadians? Why not? They got Toffoli so easily. Maybe they'll get oh, better. I know. I know. Didn't they? Didn't they? Um, so, look, there are a couple of ways of looking at this, and we heard this from our audience uh, after Elias made his remarks. The one way is, huh, no big deal. Star player wants to win. What's news about that? Why is that a big headline? And Elias does say, you know, this contract, he doesn't appear there will be any problems, that they're going to get a deal done here in restricted free agency, that he is talking about his next contract, the one that would presumably buy out UFA years or dovetail 
with his unrestricted free agency. So we're years away from that, and so much could happen. Now, here's the context, my friend. Mm -hmm. The Vancouver Canucks have done a whole lot of losing over the last seven, eight years. They've done a whole lot of losing over Elias Pettersson's three years here. They have backed themselves into a terrible spot with their two-star players, Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes, uh, with their salary cap mismanagement. They have spent so many bad dollars on bad players, not to mention they have re-signed so many players um, prior to getting these deals done that their backs are against the wall. They're backed into the corner. They cannot offer Pedersen and Hughes those big long-term deals that make them career Canucks, so to speak, and buy out unrestricted years. And this despite the fact that Elias Pedersen and Quinn Hughes both wanted to work on these deals last summer when the Canucks weren't able to because of their cap situation and because they don't particularly multitask well as an organization. So both of these players are coming to grips with the fact that at least one of them is going to sign a bridge deal here. And Elias Pettersson, I suspect, was very calculated with what he said to the Swedish reporter and has put the Vancouver Canucks on the clock. Okay, I'm signing a two or three year bridge deal, whatever the mm -hmm. case may be. And Matt Barzell is the comparable there, Tony. So it's yeah. like three point seven million, something like that. But you sons of guns are going to show me that we've got a proper organization that we're going to be a winner going forward, or at least have a chance each and every year in the Stanley Cup playoffs, which has not really been the case with the exception of last year in the bubble. Yeah. This decade here in Vancouver. It's a sick podcast. I'm Marinero, and the show is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Go to myessentia.com slash sickpod and use code sickpod for a free pillow with your purchase. Essentia Beyond Organic Sleep. If people were sleeping in Vancouver, the second those quotes came out, uh, they surely woke up. And if I'm the owner of the Vancouver Canucks, that's a wake-up call for me too because now all the onus, I would think, yes. is on general manager Jim Benning to really make some great moves to try and make this team a contender sooner rather than later when it could be too late. I saw one Canucks fan on Twitter, Tony, say, good, maybe Elias Pettersson will succeed where fans and media have failed in this market, and that is getting the owner to wake up and build a winner here. You're absolutely right, my friend. Um, that has to be received by ownership and management as, oh boy, we got work to do or we're not going to be able to keep stars happy. Even our own draft and developed players like Elias Pettersson, you know, like he knows no other franchise in the NHL other than the Vancouver Canucks, but he's a pretty wise kid. He's a pretty sharp kid. And I think he looks around and sees the fact that other teams have operated better have put themselves in better positions both in the present and in the future. And look, um, it was just a dreadful year front to back for the Vancouver Canucks. It, it started with ownership's basic, ownership basically turning off the financial taps. Jim Benning had to get approval for every dollar he spent last year in free agency, which is one of the reasons Tyler Toffoli is a Montreal Canadian uh, today. Uh, then they went through another terrible season, got off to an awful start, and so it became a chase and hope uh, teams around you lose to, to get into the playoff race. And then there was the single biggest COVID outbreak for any North American professional franchise going, and in part because the Vancouver Canucks weren't particularly stringent enough with COVID protocols. So, you know, I think Elias Pettersson looks at all that and says, okay, like, can we get serious here? Like, can we build an organization top to bottom that is finances, competitiveness, has its successes, you know, wins some games on the ice, sets itself up uh, to be a year-in, year-out 
contender and um, uh, and isn't susceptible to uh, to things like COVID outbreaks uh, with the, with the way they operate. The other thing, Tony, is like they cut the staff back to like 20, 25 people here, something like that during COVID. So the players lost a lot of facilitators, a lot of people that they were accustomed to working with, a lot of people they, uh, you know, treated as valued friends and colleagues in the organization. So mm-hmm. you know, last year was a really terrible year for the Vancouver Canucks. And I think ownership has, is understanding slowly but surely that it's got ramifications, including with its best players. If you're a fan of the Vancouver Canucks, you can pick up their jersey or their hoodie at sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and more. Use code 615 for 15% off on all of their items. And not only Canucks, by the way, pretty much any team, pretty much any sport. All right, back to Elias Pettersson. Um, the risk of him being offer-sheeted. He's the type of player and the type of profile that anyone would want to offer sheet. Let's mm-hmm. go through them right now. Young at 22, yeah. soon to be 23, plays a very important position in hockey, center, has size at six foot two, has an unbelievable skill set, is already a superstar this early on in the National Hockey League. That's the kind of guy you offer sheet. And think about the teams that would be interested. I mean, Edmonton doesn't need a number one centerman. Colorado doesn't need a number one centerman. The Islanders with Barzal probably wouldn't absolutely need him either, even though every team would take him, right? But I would say that probably a good 80% of teams in the National Hockey League would love to have Elias Pettersson, and he would step in and be their number one centerman. How worried or not are you or Canucks fans of a possible offer sheet to Pedersen. Well, first of all, you tell me, Tony, when's the last time you talked to Mark Bergevin? Where's he on offer sheets these days? Because it didn't work out very well. Yeah, no, but he's, he fired the last salvo on a big offer sheet. Yeah, uh, right? Sebastian Ajo. Yeah, so uh, here's the deal. Uh, the Canucks and Jim Benning have come out and said, we will match every offer sheet. They said that. Um, prior to shedding salary, and they shed some salary via the Nate Schmidt trade and buyouts. Uh, and people are like, well, okay, you say you're going to match, but that will really back you in the corner. They have created some more cap space. I suspect they would match just about anything that comes in. And Tony, you've covered this league long enough, my friend. Offer sheets are like Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. You may hear a lot about them, but nobody actually sees them. Right. So it's just there's so few successful offer sheets that, you know, and we do it on my show, too. Like, you know, how much do we talk about offer sheets when really there's just so little chance that they're ever successful? I suspect that the uh, risk of that has diminished greatly since the Canucks created some cap space since we've gotten to free agency and thus far have heard nothing on an offer sheet or any offer sheet. So I would think it's probably a small concern. So if you're a Canucks fan, you don't have to worry about losing Pedersen to an offer sheet so you can celebrate. So give Sophistication a call for event rentals, live music, DJ sound systems, tents, chairs, tables, decor, lighting, photo booth, TV screens. The number's in Montreal at 514-570-5770. If you're a Canucks fan living in Montreal, that is. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what this sounds like, though? All right. Although I don't think that this is reason, huge reason for concern right now. Mm-hmm. You know who sounded like this a couple of years ago? His name is Jack Eichel of the Buffalo Sabres, who put his team on a warning and said, listen, I like it here. I want to be here. But ultimately, I want to win. 
and I'm sick and tired of not winning. So either we win going forward or I'm going to want to win somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He almost sounds like Jack Eichel. How yes. concerned are you that if in two years from now, the Canucks are average and he's on a bridge that this could be Jack Eichel 2.0. Well, the comparison has been made here since Elias um, uttered those words that he is the caught. Eichel is the cautionary tale that there are some similarities between the Vancouver Canucks and the Buffalo Sabres in terms of ownership and operations and how it's not up to uh, uh, best practices in, in the national hockey league. Now, of course, Eichel has this medical dispute with the Sabres team doctors, which to me is exhibit A in their um, in their soon-to-be divorce. Although you're right, there were signals of this before the Eichel uh, injury and the medical and the medical dispute. But Tony, it's broader than that, my friend. Um, we've seen it in the NBA for some time. We've seen a little bit in Major League Baseball. We're seeing it now uh-huh. with National Football League players. Uh, good players in any sport understand that they have leverage and they're taking firmer and firmer hands in terms of directing their career, directing where they want their career to go. And you can understand it to the degree because, like, look, like uh, you're the best sports talk radio host in the world, Tony. You know, you can go work in any market. You're not subject to a draft where you have to go to Buffalo until you're 25 years old. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can understand that these players, and of course, they're a different generation than you and me to begin with. They're growing up in a different world, and in some yeah. cases, a scarier world where they're the first generation that won't be as wealthy as their parents, um, who are accustomed to having to fend for themselves and look after number one in a much more acute way um, than athletes previous. So we're seeing this as a greater trend around sport. I wouldn't be surprised to see it hit more and more hockey players and markets. We've seen it in Columbus with Pierre-Luc Dubois, Seth Jones. And so, yeah, no, I I think there's real concern everywhere now that Mm -hmm. if you've got a star player and you're not winning, you're on the clock. They're going to look to win at some point. I don't know if you're serious about me being the best sports radio host in the world, but I'll listen. I'll, I'll uh, I'll drink to that. Uh, Cherry River, hard seltzer, only 90 calories, natural flavors, no preservatives, now available in Quebec grocery stores and at the beer stores. So thank you very much. Cheers to you. Hello. Okay, very good. The drink of the summer. Now I have to ask you. Mm -hmm. He wants them to be very good going forward. So how good are they? Because Mm -hmm. this is my take on them. I love them. Top two lines. I love them, top two pairings. I love them, top two goalies. Obviously, there are teams with bigger problems that are not good in the top two lines. They're not good in the top two pairings. So the weakness I see is depth Mm -hmm. and a winning culture. What do you see? I see a pretty good forward group, one through nine. Uh, You're right uh, about depth up front. It's been an issue for a number of times. You're probably a little bit more bullish on their second pair than I am, Tony. One of the worst defensive groups going. They have made some changes there. It's a big bet here on Oliver ekman Larson bouncing back and being a better player than he over the last couple of years. It's a big bet on Tucker Pullman stepping up and becoming uh, a shutdown defender for a guy who wasn't necessarily... Um, you know, who was more third pair and a fringier guy than, um, you know bonafide uh, top four NHL defenseman really like Thatcher Demko in goal. And, you know, you know, Yaroslav Halak, he is yeah. a pro 
pro. Yeah, coming off a more difficult year in, in Boston, but he's been one of the better NHL backup goaltenders here for the last the last few years. Tony, it's not exactly a murderer's road division, huh? This Pacific, we're going back uh-huh. in Pacific division where you got the Alberta teams, you got the California teams, you got the expansion cracking. So there should be some opportunity there. Uh, but Matt, this team sorry, to interrupt, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. uh, if this fourth wave hits, who knows? We might see a Canadian division quite again. Right. You're quite right, Tony. I don't know what it was like in Quebec yesterday, but I think it was 536 cases in BC. We've doubled over the last week. It's astonishingly bad. It's it's um, concerning. It's concerning. Yeah. And, you know, if it is a Canadian division, I have to tell you, uh, the Canadians will be pretty happy about playing the Vancouver Canucks. Needless to say, oh. they had their number last year. My God. I, I kept asking myself if Vancouver was that bad or Montreal was that good. Yeah. No, Vancouver was that bad. Um, wow. But, yeah, Tyler Toffoli scoring power play, even strength, shorthanded, empty nets. Tyler scoring in any every way possible. Amazing. So, look, um, do I think they can uh, battle for a playoff spot? Yes, but I don't necessarily view this as a team that could go deep in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And, of course, they are one injury away. Like if Quinn Hughes or Elias Pettersson were to miss time, and Elias missed most of the season last year, uh, they would be absolutely screwed because they don't have the depth. All right, in ending, for those who didn't have the, the chance to see Elias Pettersson all that much, he missed, what, the last 30 games with a wrist injury, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, you followed him very, very closely since the start of his career. How good is he, and who does he remind you of? Yeah, well, he, he's uh, he's an amazing thinker of the game. Like his hockey sense and his hockey IQ, and of course, we had the Sedin twins here for many, many years, who who showed us a lot of the a lot of the same attributes. Um, so he, he's actually a better defensive player than most people realize uh, as well. He is a two way he is a two way centerman. He's got a lethal one time shot. He's very nifty in small areas. Very good hands. Great stick handler. And yeah, just one of those players. You know, Tony, how some of those guys get the puck on their stick and it's just total calm, total poise. The whole game slows down, almost like the other nine skaters on the ice are just sitting there transfixed and watching the puck carrier. Elias Pettersson has a lot of those qualities. You, you mentioned the height that he has at 6'2". He probably does need to get a little bit uh, thicker, a little more sturdy, and, and we see that each and every year that he he works on that part of uh, of his body and his game. But yeah, this, this is a young player with uh, tons of upside at just uh, 22, a true franchise two-way centerman. And so you know, not having him or not having Quinn Hughes in training camp for the Vancouver Canucks would be uh, a chicken little situation for their fans. One of the most exciting players that I've seen play, a former Vancouver Canuck, Pavel Bure, here in Montreal. We had to settle for Valerie. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least doesn't skate like Pavel. Like that, you know, Pavel is known as Pavel the could most fly. Yeah, Pavel could fly. Yeah. Uh, Pavel is known as the most talented uh, player in the history of the Vancouver Canucks. And, you know, uh, Elias is on that short list with him. Uh, the skating is a significant uh, difference. But, you know, what I would say is, you know, Elias sees the ice and makes others better in a more acute way than Pavel did. So, um, yeah, we, we've seen some great players in Vancouver here over the years, much like you in Montreal, and Elias Patterson ranks there w- with many of them. He is Matt Sakaris of the Sakaris and Price podcast. And of course, you'll know where to find them on all social media platforms. And it's the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero. And you can listen to us on iHeartRadio and follow us on all those social media platforms as well. 
Thanks for doing this, bud. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Tony. Stay All well right. in Montreal. Call in. All right, Matt. Talk soon. It's now time for my buddy Cash to make us a little money. It's time for Sick Picks. Brought to you by my bookie. All right. He is at Run My Bets. That's his handle. He's my buddy Cash. Cash, summer's here. Beautiful days ahead. I need money in my pocket. Make me some cash. Now. Guys, I got a bet for you guys. It's not going to put money in your pocket tomorrow but it's going to put your money in your pocket in seven, eight months, guys. I got a big future. You guys know I win these futures. You guys know I took Montreal three straight series, big plus money. We won them all. I have one for football, guys. The Washington football team in the NFC least. That's right, guys. The worst division in football. We're looking at the Washington football team plus 260, 3.60 times payout, guys. I don't know what the bookmakers are thinking. They have the Cowboys favorite in the division. I don't, guys. My power rankings have the Washington football team as a favorite against the Cowboys on a neutral field. Uh, the value is is insurmountable, guys. Place a decent-sized wager on this bet, two units. Like I said, you're not going to get your money tomorrow, but expect a fat check, a fat pay from the bookie in about seven to eight months, guys. I think the Washington football team are going to win the division handily. I think they'll be able to beat, beat all those teams, the Giants, the Eagles. Guys, these guys aren't that great. The Cowboys, we, we're hearing stuff about Dak Prescott. We don't really know what's going on. Give me the guys, give me the Washington football team plus 260. Absurd odds. I love it. I think they're going to win 10, 11 games this year. They're going to win the division. They're going to make the playoffs again. Book it, guys. I'm going to book it, Cash. And if it comes through in seven or eight months from now, at that point, the drinks are on me. Cheers, pal. Sounds good. All right. He's Cash. I'm Marinero. It's a sick podcast. And you can follow us, of course, on all social media platforms until we do it again next time. Ciao for now. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond organic sleep, Cherry River Hard Seltzer, only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery and The Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you.